0: Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply.
1: Chicago's Police Review Agency released video today and other materials from the night an officer shot and killed a man in North Lawndale. WBBM's Nancy Hardy tells us the release by COPA happened after family members of Reginald Clay Jr. saw the video from last month's shooting. There's no audio for the first nearly two minutes of the April 15th video. In it, we see two officers chase Reginald Clay Jr. down some stairs, into a backyard, and then to a dead end. The 24-year-old is coming back towards the officer with a gun in his hand when the officer fires, hitting Clay, who sets the gun on a porch, and falls to the ground, putting up his hands, covered in blood. Then other people arrive. Oh Police call for an ambulance, and an officer tends to the 24-year-old.
0: Get cars over here. It's 10 shots fired by the police. We need an ambulance over here in the rear alley.
1: Clay's family has said he was trying to surrender. COPA's first deputy says they're reviewing the use of deadly force, foot pursuit, and other factors to determine if the officers follow department policy. Nancy Hardy, 105.9 WBBM. And we've gone over the police video and other materials and reviewed them to make sure they meet our broadcast standards. You can see them at WBBMnewsradio.com.
2: A 34-year-old veteran with the Chicago Police Department is coming out of retirement to leave the city's police force. Mayor-elect Brandon Johnson has chosen Fred Water as interim superintendent. In the course of our conversations, it was apparent to me that we shared the same vision for a safer and a stronger Chicago. The 61-year-old Walter rose to the ranks to chief of patrol, chief of operations, and third in command. Walter is replacing interim superintendent Eric Carter, who is resigning on May 15th, inauguration day for the mayor and city council.
1: Illinois Attorney General Kwame Raoul joining efforts to undo a downstate judge's decision to block enforcement of the state's months-old assault weapons ban. Raul is asking a federal appeals court to block the judge's ruling. His request comes just two weeks after the same court of appeals declined to take similar action after a federal judge in Chicago refused to block the law. Meantime, a second bid for an injunction has made its way to the U.S. Supreme Court. The legal challenges began immediately after Governor Pritzker signed a law in January that bans the sale of assault weapons and places caps on the purchase of magazines.
2: An Avalon Park-based nonprofit says it'll do what it can to help migrants who are being bused from the U.S.-Mexico border to Chicago. Pete Kelder, founder of the group United Legion One Nation, a nonprofit, says his members have been collecting donations, food, toiletries, and clothing. Our bathrooms are bigger. They're private. Also, they're going to have, um, there's jumpy houses for the kids and you know, all kinds of um, arts and crafts and creativity they can be doing all day long besides sitting in this, like, 4 by 4 um, it's just really atrocious that they, you know, treating them like this. This group was prepared to relocate about 15 to 20 migrants now housed at the District 3 police station, but we're told to stop because this group is working with the city and DCFS.
1: DuPage County has announced a new mutual aid agreement that's designed to help school districts respond to a crisis. Details from WBBM's Rachel Pearson. So far, 23 school districts have signed on to be part of Do Smart,
2: the DuPage County School Mutual Aid Response Team.
1: State's attorney Robert Berlin says the goal is to bring school districts. Together during a crisis when resources may be limited.
2: School districts can provide personnel, equipment, and staging facilities appropriate to the nature of the catastrophic event.
1: It also creates countywide standards for school districts when it comes to safety training and emergency responses. While she hopes it's never needed, Elmhurst District 205 Superintendent Keisha Campbell says it takes a village to get through catastrophic moments.
0: When one of us is in need, we believe that we are all. In need. And it is so important to be ready and to be willing to support each other to be that village.
1: That's the story from DuPage County.
2: Nature lovers and photographers will have a small window to enjoy one of nature's most colorful sights in full bloom in Will County. In the Will County Forest Preserves, one of the best places to view bluebells is in O'Hara Woods in the Romeoville area. Forest Preserve's program coordinator, Susie Lytle.
0: Well, Harold Woods right now, any other time of the year, it would just look like a normal forest. But right now it looks like Wizard of Oz, the poppy scene, and you're just running through the fields of bluebells. They're everywhere.
2: Lytle says the bluebell fields are a photographer's delight.
0: Plus, what's fun is that the big bumblebees like them. And so they're bopping around and you can get some good photos because they're so focused on getting nectar and pollen that they don't care about you. Susie
2: Lytle of the Will County Forest Preserve District says you only have another week or two to catch the bluebells in full bloom before they're gone for another year. Bernie Tafoya, News Radio 105.9 WBBS. Willis Tower, the tallest building in
1: Chicago, which used to tower over the world, is still the tallest building in the Western Hemisphere. And it's celebrating its 50th birthday today. The
2: tower is so tall you could stand 610 baseball bats end to end from the ground to the top of the roof. This is what visitors to the Willis Tower, which was then the Sears Tower, were greeted with at what was then the world's tallest building back in 1973.
1: Don't forget the Sears Tower is near Greek Greektown. <laughs> the Shed Aquarium.
2: Today, the Willis Tower is still awing visitors from around the world. Andrew Munoz is from Texas. Yeah, it's pretty cool. I took a lot of pictures already. I thought I'd be intimidated, but not yet. Rebecca Earl is visiting from London, enjoying the view from Chicago's top. This building is now 50 years old, and we think that's old here in Chicago. You're laughing.
1: (laughs) Um, Well, history everywhere, isn't there? But yeah, no, it's great. I I thought it would be older, to be honest, but no, 50 years is nothing really, is it?
2: (laughs) To commemorate its 50th birthday, Willis Tower is rolling out a series of community programs, including an antenna lighting social media contest. Terry Keschner, 105.9 WBBM. Some residents of Little Village are in Springfield to talk to state lawmakers about funding for a new hospital. St. Anthony Hospital Director of OBGYN Services, Dr. Javier Fajardo, tells CBS2 it's not worth investing in the currently outdated one. We have tried our best, for instance, in our department in labor and delivery. We have tried so much uh, to to get it up and running uh, and kind of like up-to-date. However, there's so many limitations because of... The technology that we have these days that we cannot implement fully in such an old building. The new hospital would be built about a mile and a half from 31st Street and would anchor the Focal Point Community Campus. The development expect you to have another commercial and other community services.
0: <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact.